Um, we know where to go. Uh, we know where the bridge goes down. There it is. All right, that was easy. So, um, if you could just get oh, ah! get him. So see that? See, that's that's. Oh, that was dope. Ah, oh, I like that. Mm, daddy like. All right, what else were you gonna show me? Daddy like bouncy gun. We're playing Turok 2. Welcome back to Watson James Don't Play. My name is James. I'm still Watson. Hell yeah. River of Souls, baby. Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. Hell yeah. Open it up with a really great oh, graphic wow. image All right. there. All right. Doing this thing already now. Yeah. Dead There's deer. Dead. Yeah, those are deer, aren't they? I never figured out what those were. I thought they were horses. They might be. I, I, really like emaciated cows even. I would take that. I don't know. What the, I'm, I'm going to say that they were probably deer. Yeah, all right. We'll go with that. I love the uh, intro scenes before each level. Mm -hmm. They kind of... Kind of let you know what to expect. Right, they let, of doom. Yeah, they let you know what your objectives were, too. Like, right. these they are the things you need to do. These are the items you need to find. Have fun, asshole. It's a nice little montage. It really sets the stage. And then, yeah, here comes the monster parade. Uh, the last time that I played this game, just, like, in my free time, I got stuck on this level. So, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It's weird because there's things that you can overlook. I didn't turn all items on so I can actually play the level like oh, I'm supposed okay. to. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how this goes. It's I don't gonna know. It's going to go great. Oh, look at those monsters. I love a good monster. Right? It's one of my favorite things. What's a good... I don't know, man. I love a good monster movie, but I haven't seen a really good new monster movie in a while. Or maybe I have and I just completely forgot. So mm -hmm. remind me of like a monster movie that maybe I have seen recently and I just forgot about it. Because you and I pretty much watch the same shit. Give me a... Oh, those are... Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, that's just fun design. They're propelled by their insides? Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I get around. Uh, so give me a give me a time frame. I mean, you said monster movie. There's monster movies from every decade. Yeah. So do just, you want one like within the last like ten years, or do you want one from the eighties or last what? ten years? Let's yeah, do okay. last ten. Years. All right. So you want a more a more recent like straight up monster movie? I guess around. It's technically been like eleven years now, but the uh, the thing prequel. Hold up. Real it's a quick. monster movie. Hold up. Am I gonna ride this thing? You're gonna try. Oh shit! You're yeah. Absolutely. Oh, this is awesome. Live out some boyhood fantasies right now. All right. We're going to fuck shit up now. Hell yeah. Uh, so Yeah, the thing prequel. Let's did, talk about that. Did you like that? Oh, I loved it. All that right. was great. All right. I'm down with that. I I remembered enjoying it when I watched it. Kind of overthinking it after a while. And maybe <laughs> I love that run. <laughs> they are freaked out. They're like, this guy is going to oh, murder shit, oh, us. Shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Oh, I can do the horn thing. Yeah. Get back here. Go there we down. go. All right. Oh. oh, that was neat. Yeah. I liked it. Great game choice. Yeah. Great, great job today. Uh, I overthought the Thing prequel there for a minute and kind of, you know, you get pretentious about things and you go, nah, I don't know if it was that good. What do you mean you overthought it? I, You know, there's, there's some... Oh, shit. He exploded. There's things that are explained in it that, you know, you have to just kind of go with. Right. And like the filling thing, where they're like, oh, the thing wouldn't have fillings because, you know... It's a it can't replicate non-biological material. Right. So if you're the thing, if you're a thing, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have fillings, right? Technically. Correct. I think at one point, would they find, like, a little... Like a screw from somebody? Yeah, something like that. Like a little titanium screw where somebody had surgery or something it done, like that. It done popped out. They're like, yeah, go or ahead like push some that bridge out. work or something that the... Yeah, the new one didn't have. I remember that being a plot point, yeah. Um... But I don't know. I think it was just you get caught up in what other people are saying about it, you know, and I think people trashed it there for a while. Yeah, they did. 
And I, yeah, I succumbed to a little bit of that. And that, in my mind, I kind of just filed it away with like, nah, maybe I did kind of have some problems with that that I, you know, if I revisited it again, I wouldn't like it. But I did, and I still like it. It's still a really fun movie. The thing that I liked about it the most is that I didn't, I thought that it was a remake of the thing. Like, so I went into I mean, it. it um, I mean, it virtually functions as one. It does to a degree, but like I went into it with a, a piss poor attitude because I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't. You can't remake the thing, man. Even it's though un- it's untouchable, right? Even though if you want to get, you know, technical, the thing John Carpenter's the thing from 1980, whatever, is technically a remake or a retelling of a different story. Um, well, do you want me to tell you exactly what it is? I do. Yeah, go ahead and do that, and then I'm we'll talk about like how <laughs> at what point in the movie I realized, oh, this is a prequel. Okay, right. this is dope. All right, so here's my nerd spiel about the thing in general. All okay, right. so there's. If you want to start from the beginning, there's a there's a short story called Who Goes There. That's what I was trying to... I was thinking, let me in, but I was like, no, that's the vampires. Let the right one in. Let the right one in, that's it. Let me in was the American version. Correct. Hey, all right. Useless knowledge that nobody gives a shit about. Uh, the only thing you know about those movies is you want to watch the original. Yeah. The... Yeah, the original is the best. Anyway, uh, that pool scene. Wow. Yeah. Good wow. shit. Wow. Uh, that's yeah, worth the price of admission alone. Anyway, so the story was adapted into the thing from another world in which a plant-based monster <laughs> comes, and it's very much a creature feature. Right. Um, the short story is a lot more about tension and paranoia than it is having a creature. So... When John Carpenter came along and adapted The Thing, what became The Thing, in 1982, he was adapting straight from the short story. So when you talk about it being a remake of The Thing from Another World, it really isn't. It's a remake. It's not even a remake. It's an adapt adaptation of the short story, okay. which ad- had really not been done before. You know, right? The Thing from Another World, although a fun movie... With its quote unquote carrot monster, um, it's much more just a guy running around a base. You know, it's much more straightforward, and you don't really get any of the the tension and the paranoia and all that stuff. At what that point makes does, the thing so good? At what point does Carrot Top appear and wreak havoc on the on the I mean, on the victim? I mean, it's a fairly short film. Okay, so Carrot Top doesn't make an appearance. Uh, he doesn't, I don't think, but he signed on for a sequel that never actually happened. Did you ever see Chairman the Board? Tell me you did. Spelled B-O-R-E-D? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd say maybe I was 10 or 11 when that movie came out. Ew. Yeah. So uh, No, we're not talking about that. No, we're going to talk about it. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, why? Let me, let me finish. All right. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Continue. So later in life, I rewatched it because I was like, let's see how it holds up. It doesn't. Don't watch let's it. Let's see how what it a, holds up. What a pile of shit. You had to... You had to ask? Let's see how it holds up. Let's you see how Carrot... Like, it's probably great, right? So then I look up Carrot Top and I go, Ooh. Oof. He's tough to look at. <laughs> just a fucking like, train I, wreck. It, Hang on, I gotta turn cheats on real quick. It's not that I have judgment. It's just... I have a visceral reaction at a certain point to some people. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just like, I, I gotta squint to look at you like, like an eclipse or something. You know? It's no yeah. offense, but I'm having a tough time. I don't want to look at you anymore. Please go away. Oh, there it is. That's yeah. a sneaky ladder. All right, so this is some. Hang yeah, on. yeah. No, let's talk this. about let's talk about the game for a moment because we, you know, we're playing a game. We're doing what? We're doing. We don't play games. We don't play. 
I get lost in this level because of these ladders. Mm -hmm. Look at this ladder. It's fucking blend is right in. You're like, you're going to miss that if you're just bop, bit bopping around. I get lost because I'm kind of dumb. Oh, okay. Do you get lost in games where it's like almost impossible to get lost? I've gotten lost. Are we going to talk about I've that? Gotten, I've gotten lost in virtually every game I've ever played. Okay. I mean, you. I mean, you've seen me play game like big quotes around play games. Um, you've seen me hold the controller while you know we did Spider Man or uh, Dead Space. Uh, you've seen those. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like I knew where I was going. No, of course not. It All was right. it was security guard simulator. Uh, simulator. <laughs> All right. Someone. So on we can agree then that I I'm prone to getting lost. Uh, one game I really didn't get lost that much in was uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. It's relative. Like you know, you spawn on a on a on a random planet, and it. Don't get me wrong. It very much guides you where you need to go. It's to a degree, like, it does. It's yeah. not like an open, open sandbox kind of world. Yeah, it's kind of got obvious markers about like checkpoints you're supposed to hit, basically. The way that but it's confusing. I, but I found it fun. The way that it's confusing is that the map is just fucking wonky, man. Wait, I thought we were going to talk about Turok. No, we're going to talk Sorry, about... I got into Jedi. We're talking about lots of stuff. The maps in these games are awesome. We're talking about these tiny dinosaurs that are ripped directly from Jurassic Park. I can't use this room more on the tiny dinosaurs. Remember the two... Was it two where the... The one yeah, the uh -huh. tiny ones get Newman? It's where they... Uh, it's not Newman, but you know what I mean. I forget his name. The guy who plays Satan, uh, Constantine. They get yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool actor. Yeah. Oh, still, hands down, my favorite portrayal of Satan. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. He was, that's a Satan that I could get behind. What were we talking about? Look at these ladders. These ladders suck. Anyway. They're not my favorite ladders. You got a dog next to you. You better pet that dog. I'm going to do it. You better pet that dog. I'm petting that dog. Dude, I feel bad about this, but every time I see a service animal in the wild, I'm like, I want to touch that dog. I have dog. to have that conversation in my head of like, don't touch the dog, but I want to touch the dog. I want to touch that dog. But you know you shouldn't touch the dog. You're, I know. It's just, it's actually not good for the dog if I touch the dog. It's I not good for the dog. The dog. You're, but you're, dogs like to be touched. You're not it even. It goes on and on. You're not even supposed to ask if you can touch you're the not, dog. We're at that point now where it's like gauche to ask. And that's silly because it's a dog it's a dog he's working he's a dog so here's where we're you gave him a job that's not his fault he wants the pets this is controversial and is going to get some people riled up and sure that's fine sure so here we go when a dog comes into the establishment that i run we're going to leave it at that i run a, I run, a, I run a place right and it's a service dog you run this bitch i run this bitch when it's a service dog i go that is a gorgeous dog and that's all I say. Right. Okay? Right. I don't ask to you, touch it. You acknowledge the dog's presence, essentially. Yeah. I look at the dog and I go, wow, that's a gorgeous dog. Yeah. And then usually, whoever has the service dog, unless they're like, uh, you know, I would say that their disability is advanced. Um, if, if they have a service dog and it's something like an emotional support dog or something like that, more often than not, the person that has the dog it brings the dog over to me and insists that I touch the dog. Sure. And I go, yes, this well, is what I needed. I think what it boils down Maybe that's to, not as controversial as I think it is. I think what it boils down to is the type of training that the dog has had. Like sure. you kind of alluded to, like what the dog is actually there for. And some dogs are there for very specific tasks and are doing things that we, you know what I mean, that we don't need to interrupt. And I understand the concept. And then, like you said, there are other ones that their presence is kind of them doing their job. So maybe they're a little more like open to yeah he can still do his job and get you know get a treat or get pets or at the bank or whatever. Dude, I love the videos on TikTok where 
someone goes into Target with a service animal and some poor jackass asks them to leave because of the service animal. And I'm like, you know, cell phones are a thing. You know, we all have video cameras in my in our pockets. I don't care what your what your shitty bro- boss Kyle said or told you to do. And see, that's you're so wrong. weird. Every job I've ever had has always said, don't even ask. Don't even ask if it's a service animal. Like it's none of your business. It's gonna get ugly so fast, and you're just gonna be in the wrong. Like you're just gonna be in the wrong at the end of the day, and we're gonna look bad even if we're in the right. So just don't. That's why I want to know who asked this person to 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 say something if like. It's got a sign on it that says it's a service animal. Leave it alone. What kind of shitty manager says to their worker, "Hey, hey, go tell them to get out. Go tell them their dog's not welcome." Here's what happens. Somebody else complains. Okay. And then the manager is like, well, I've got one lady who's already mad, and if she's going to be here, and if she doesn't see me at least make an attempt to address this, she's going to just continue to be mad. F that lady, though. Well, you know? it's that whole mentality of, please, you know, please the customer at all costs, basically, to keep them from raising a stink. I'm really glad that I work somewhere to where... And there are places you can work, like the place you work, where your boss backs you up. Right. And, you, and gives you autonomy and... You know, trust your judgment in those situations to to figure out who needs, you know. Because ninety nine percent of the time, the customer's fine. Yeah, I don't have a poor interaction with the customer. It's very rare. No, the issue is that the poor instances where I have bad moments with a customer, they stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. You can't miss them. Yeah. But then we talk about it the rest of the day, and we all have a good laugh about it. Sure. At no point are, are is anyone. Above me, there's one guy above me. Is he like, hey, you know, you probably should have just let that jackass walk all over you. Right. It, yeah. It's not a thing. It's just not a culture that exists there. It's it's really nice, and I think it's extremely rare. And I think a lot of people are in the position to where they got to do whatever their shitty manager tells them to because they need their stupid, shitty job to pay their stupid, shitty rent. All right, mm-hmm. I can't go in there. Yeah. What's your objective here? <laughs> I don't know. Get souls. You're collecting souls? Yeah, I'm at the River of Souls. So I'm here to get souls, I guess. I don't know, man. So the the goal in Turok 2 is to defeat the Primogen. The Primogen is just this evil alien dick, and you're going to fuck him up. Hell yeah. Hey, I guess. I'm sure there's more nuance to that. but There isn't. Look at your laser blasting dinosaur mutants, man. Like, don't, there's no <laughs> don't overthink this. <laughs> I think I described the plot of the game pretty well. I know writers who use subtext, and they're all cowards. I mentioned the last time we played this game that... There was a novelization of Turok 2, and someone oh, I said, remember that. Yeah. Someone, someone said, you mean the comic books? And I go, yeah, there were those, too, but there no, was also a novelization. children's books. I looked Chapter it up. Books. It's 176 pages, and I think the way I described it was that it was like 121 pages or something like that, so I was pretty close. Show it's me other maybe, weapons. Maybe 15 minutes really long. Really show off the inventory All right, here, like, so this is my go-to gun, right? We go double barrel shotgun. It it gets it done, baby. It gets the job done in most games that it that it appears in. I feel like it's a good all around weapon. This yeah, is one of the mid range. You don't have to get super close, but it does pretty good damage. Yeah, this was one of the first guns where the shotgun was actually more effective up close. It up actually t- reflected it in the yeah in up the until the like look at that stuff. pushback. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty, awesome. That was pretty great. I'd say maybe in Doom, you got the shotgun and it just did more damage. You could right. be across the fucking. You were room. aware that the shotgun was a good gun to have because of the damage and stuff. Yeah, but this is the first game that right, I show can... me another gun. Uh, let's see. There's the undulating nope. dart gun. We've talked about that. This is the better pistol. So this okay. is the, this is the pistol. Is that what it's called? Better. It pistol. just does. <laughs> I forget what it's called. <laughs> this is from the, the pistol. makers from the makers of pistol. Better pistol. And this one does uh, burst fire. It's pretty cool. It tears All right. things up. I like the burst fire. 
That's somehow, always a nice function. Somehow I get this door open. I don't really know how, though. Mm. So I'm just going to... All right, we'll keep giving... Oh, there we go. There's something. Yeah, that's a, that's a place. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's, Found it. It's a switch. I'm so glad that this game has the little icon saying... Oh, hey. I, yeah, we talked about how they kind of guide you a little bit, and that's a feature of the... Of the remastering, yeah, it's it's like it's over here, Jackass. All hey, right. look, it's me. I'm Jackass. Like, show me. So this is the better gun. This is the gun, and this is the better gun. Make like the staff of raw and show me. This is my second favorite gun, second to the shotgun, because it has two modes. It's got the it's called the shredder, right? Oh, I like that. It does that, and then when you use the shotgun explosive rounds, so it uses shotgun shells. Okay. You use the regular explosive rounds. It's just a big blast Ooh. that bounces around the room. Yeah, that's fun. That reminds me of, like, Doom. This is probably the most effective gun in the game. Because uh, it just well, gets everything. I mean, look at it. Yeah. Get Oop. Get Ooh, yeah. So it's a long-distance shotgun to a certain extent. So don't aim at... No, no, go back to that one for a minute. Yeah. I want to see you, like, bounce it off some... Ricochet it off some oh, walls sure. and kill some guys. Let's see if I can... All right, so hit the switch there. That's cool. <laughs> It knocked that bridge down. Yeah. I don't want to jump down there. We've already jumped into the acid. <laughs> we already know what that do. Surprise, surprise. It kills you. Doesn't go so good. Um, We know where to go. Uh, We know where the bridge goes down. There it is. All right. That was easy. So um, if you could just get... Oh, ah! get him. So see that? See, that's, that's oh, that was dope. Handy. Oh, I like that. Mm, daddy like. All right. What else were you going to show me? Daddy like bouncy gun. Let's see. Uh, this is the Firestorm Cannon. I remember the name of this one for some reason. <laughs> That's a badass name. <laughs> right? Oh, there's a guy up there. Where? The wall. Where? Where? Ah. So this do that. Oh, it's like a... It's old it's painless. Like, it's like a Gatling gun. Yeah. All right, all right. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, this really just makes me want to play Doom. I this, know we keep talking about Doom. This I is a weird... Up, but like it, it does make me want to play like Doom 3 or something, you know? Here's something that... Not many people get to say, but I get to say. Say it. I interviewed Jesse Ventura one time. Jesse the Body Ventura? Jesse the Body Ventura. Former governor. His new book, Conspiracy Theorist, or Conspiracy Theory, I think is what it's called. Uh -huh. Just straight to the point. Like, here, this is what I'm about. I'm about conspiracy <laughs> theories. Written in Comic Sans. So I named my book Conspiracy Theory. Conspiracy Theories for Dummies was already taken, so if, I just went with a shorter version. If you go into that book with a good attitude, meaning that you know it's bullshit, it's pretty uh -huh. fun to read. Uh-huh. Because it's like, okay, you're a crazy person. Yeah, see, it used to be whenever I would tell people, like, oh, no, I'm into conspiracy theories. The implication was, I'm into laughing at conspiracy theories. <laughs> right, like, let's let's be real about it. So I don't say that anymore, because now when you say I'm into conspiracy theories, it means, like, you know, the deep space, the deep states drinking baby blood and stuff, and, you know, you believe it. There's lizard people and all that. So you, it's no fun anymore, man. So at the time, I, I've lived a weird life, man. At the time, I worked at a talk radio station, a very small local talk radio station. I'm not going to say the name, obviously, because that would be very bad. But um, go on. Anyway, so, so I worked at a talk radio station, and I was filling in for the morning show host. Mm -hmm. And they were on vacation. So I got a hold of this actual, this show actually had its own producer, a local producer, but someone that took care of the interviews and things like that. A booker. And had access to famous people. Okay. Some famous people. Connections. When I say famous people, I mean... Uh, Regional celebrities? No, not even that. Just like kind of small time celebrities, maybe B-list, C-list. Okay. Uh, who's the guy, Fred, uh, funny guy, Fred? Not Fred Armisen, but the other Fred. He passed away. Willard? Fred Willard, yeah. I interviewed him too, but we're talking about... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're talking about Jesse Ventura, though. 
There's something in here. The body, but I'm going to say it every time you say his name. I had to call his hotel room. And I had to, and I I shit you not, I had to ask for James Jameson. What? That was the fake name that he used at his hotel room. Jimmy Jameson? Jimmy Jameson. James Jameson is who I had to ask for. And then the He's not Jimmy Jim Jim Jim. So I had a backup plan because I didn't think this was going to go well. No. I didn't think this is actually going to be real. I thought somebody was messing with me. It's going to, yeah, something's going to. Something's, something's fucky. Something's fucky. Yeah, I know it requires a gate key. I don't know how to get in there. All right? Gatekeeping piece of shit. So I call his hotel and I talk to the front desk person. I go, I'm, I'm here to talk. This is maybe like three minutes before I go on the air. Okay. I go, I'm, I'm here for, uh, I got a, I got an appointment to talk to James Jameson. I need a shot of Jameson. Wink. <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah, right away, sir. I'm like, hang on, what? Oh, is this happening? This is happening. So I hear, hello? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, is this just, yeah, I have to use that. I have to use a fake name because I'm a famous wrestler. And this is my hotel room. So I have to use a fake name because I don't want anyone to know that I'm at a hotel room. But you're not even there for, like, wrestling business. And I'm like, nobody's going to. Not gonna- like, you know, SmackDown's in town, you know. I'm like, what do you think is going to happen, Mr. Mr. Ventura. So I didn't I didn't pry. I just Look, said, I get that wrestling is massively popular and has a rabid fan base. No one's denying that. And at one point in his career, I'm sure it was alias necessary. This is circa 2001. Come on. This is 2012. So this right. Is, this yeah. is 10 years ago yeah. that this happened. Some publicist was like, sure, yeah, whatever you need. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do, man. So we get to chatting. Mm-hmm. And I say, I say to say the thing. I'm not going to say the thing because okay. the, the thing is extremely offensive. Okay. There's a famous line that he has from Predator. You can look it up. Okay. He says slack jog and then he says something else. Yeah. You can probably put it together. Yeah. Oh, oh, spiders. Yeah, you didn't see him. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, I ran right by him. Such a variety does of enemies. Their blood in this hurt game. you? I feel like their blood hurts you. It should. It's cool, isn't it? Let's like use something acid else. Blood. What is this thing? Little little orb. Little uh, fire I'm orb. I guess it's some kind of yeah, explosive grenade. No, that doesn't do shit to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is... What is this thing? Like a, a landmine-looking thing? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mi- okay. A mine launcher. Shoots out proximity mines. Which this, is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. A grenade launcher. Grenade launchers are handy to, to you know... That's like, more like an RPG, even. No, this is it, it shoots grenades. Well, I guess though. it just bounces, and it's kind of close, it looks. Just bit bops around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is how you get over here. All right, progress. Well, hey. You. Ah, we're figuring things out. Hell yeah. So I talked to Jesse Ventura for about 15 minutes about his new book, Conspiracy Theory, and it was fine. Did you get the sense that he, like, believed the hype? Like, or, the, you know, his own BS? Yeah. He was actually into it? He's fully into it. Wow. It is not an act. He believes this bullshit. All right. I also think he's pretty harmless. Fairly he, benign bullshit. He's, he's not like... He's uh, not quite Alex Jones. That's the, the InfoWars guy is what I was going to refer to him as, but I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. He's not like that. Not, not at all. Right. Uh, he was super kind, very, very cool, very well spoken. knew exactly what well, he needed, sure knew exactly what he needed to say. This is a man that has done promos before. He's used to work in a crowd in general. Yeah, so it was a really pleasant conversation. Uh, we chatted for five or ten minutes off the air just about stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I had questions for him as a fan. Sure. That I told him before we started. I was like, hey, I want to talk to you about like other shit too. He goes like what, and I'm like, like I want to talk to you about what you've done for me, but I don't want to like get in the middle of your book, right? Promoing. He's like, that's right. fine. So we we talked for a little bit after the after the set. It was nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. 
Sometimes you meet your heroes and you're like, oh, you're not a piece of shit. Right. Other times you meet your heroes and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> this was a bad time. Yeah. Have you ever thought about how it would go when you meet David Lynch? I think it would go badly. Oh. Is it because you're the same person? No, it's because I'm a lot and he, like, needs peace and quiet. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? I do. Like, he would just be like, what? Oh. oh, I'm I'm glad you like the film. You can go now. No, really. You, someone take him. I would appreciate you it. You know. I would appreciate it if you went now. Or like, you know, if I was in a room with him, I would just look over and he'd be, someone will have ushered him into a different room. <laughs> All of a sudden he's gone. You know, like the Secret Service getting the president out of a situation. <laughs> and just like someone comes in and just throws a coat over him and rushes him away. <laughs> I'm sure it. he's got, you know, ways to not be places he doesn't want to be. Let's let's we're, while we're on the subject, who's a famous person that you've met, uh, uh, spoken or otherwise? Phone phone calls count too. I don't know how many famous people uh, you've talked to I on the call, phone. I, I don't I don't know. Like I talk to a lot of famous people on the phone. That, I, well, your line of work makes more sense. Call and interviews. Some and some such. name dropping here. The the three best ones were were Jesse Ventura, Fred Willard, who is a fucking delight. Rest in peace, um, and. Max Brooks, son of Mel Brooks. Max Brooks is pretty cool. That's yeah. a pretty cool one. Very, uh, very cool. Mine tend to be musicians because I, I go to a lot of concerts and used to be involved in like music scenes. Sure, that makes and sense. Stuff like that. Uh, I've met on more than one occasion uh, Laura Jane Grace from Against Me. Nice. I hung out and drank with the lead singer from Seether. That was pretty fun. He's a cool guy. I've met him too. He was really nice. South African. <laughs> They talk funny. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you got a funny voice. It's a mix of different accents, and it's, it's, it's very fun. It's, it's fun. very cool. It's very noticeable in the middle of Missouri. You talk funny. You know, well, you talk funny too, jackass. Uh, multiple times, uh, different members of Alkaline Trio. Sure. That, uh, that did kind you of stuff. when you met members of Alkaline Trio? Are some of these members no longer in the band, or have they been pretty solid? Oh well, since I've been able to drive myself to concerts they've been the same lineup okay i wasn't sure yeah was, they've, had a, they've had a couple of different drummers but that they that was when they were putting out records when i was fairly young so i wasn't going to see them i remember whenever we were in college and i tried out for a, a local rock band yeah and it didn't go well they didn't think i was good enough which well that sucked and like up until that point to be fair though to be fair you sucked oh yeah absolutely all right <laughs> fucking suck um <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know. The way that you made me feel better was <laughs> I don't was, know why that was. The way you made me feel better was that apparently I guess an an offspring drummer was the drummer for Alkaline Trio now. I don't know the details, but I remember you made me feel better with Alkaline Trio. Hell yeah. I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was nice. It was uh, a nice thing to do. Yeah, they've had two or three drummers. Uh Derek has been their drummer for the long like he's far and away their drummer. Oh, you're yeah. on a first name basis now? Derek Grant. Okay. Son of a Cary Grant. Um, against me changes. <laughs> I love just saying. I love saying shit I know is not true. Yeah, I'm, I love spreading misinformation. It's the best. <laughs> it's the is it disinformation or misinformation? Do you even have a podcast if you aren't spreading misinformation? It's part of the fun. It's part of the fun. Part of the deal. They make you do it. So this gun that I'm using right now is called the Scorpion Launcher. See again, great gun names. And the ones that are the best guns, they always stick out to me, like the Shredder, the Scorpion Launcher, mm -hmm. the Firestorm Cannon, mm -hmm. bitchin'. Great. Great names. No notes. Let's see. Uh, flamethrower. You know what that is. 
This was pointed out to me on a comment on TikTok. By the way, we have TikTok at WJ Don't Play. Oh, that's true. We do, and it's uh, it does fine. I it like does, it. It does it's fine. Right. Uh, this is called the Razor Wind. They couldn't just call the Predator Blade because that would be stealing. And it does this. Yeah. 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 And it just kind of cuts right through them there. And it gets bloody afterwards. It's awesome. That's a nice like, touch. I like the blood effects. Yeah. Do you want to turn blood off? No, of course not. You know what has good blood effects? What's that? A movie I just watched recently. What's that? Yeah, let's hear it. I'm going well, to use the nuke to just kill everything real quick. I'll tell you one thing. It's a seamless transition to talking about John Carpenter's vampires. <laughs> we got, oh! <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a great movie. So the nuke uh, just it freezes everybody and then they explode. No, but I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Everybody should should watch John Carpenter's Vampires. It's a, it's deeply homophobic and problematic, but it's a pretty good vampire movie. Okay, terrific. Uh, this is the Talon. <laughs> yeah, Talon. It does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the Warblade. I love that animation. Whenever it comes up, ah, oh, super cool. That's a nice. Uh, that's a nice they touch. they watched they watched a lot of Predator. Predator mm -hmm. fans made this game. Absolutely. And they're like, we need to we need to put throw in some shotgun game. shells, and we got this. We got ourselves and a it, game. It, it, it slices and it dices. So they're basically fighting the lizard doctor from Spider Man. Okay, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but they're gonna use kind of a 007, you know, kind of setup. Throw in a little doom. Throw in some predator. We got ourselves a game, baby. <laughs> this is the tech bow. The tech bow shoots tech arrows, and they have explosive tips. Just <laughs> like my wiener. You said tips. <laughs> I said wiener too. Oh, you're gonna get us. You're gonna get us kicked off the talk. No, it's fine. You can say I'm talking about hot dogs, baby. You can talk about hot dogs. Go about hot dogs talk all about you want. Kosher dogs, baby. Right. Don't. Oh, I'm hungry. We don't silence get, me. Let's get some dogs. All right. Hang on, I gotta kill these. Kill guys the dinosaurs. So this is what it's good for. It's good for swiping at these little guys. Oh, that's fair. No, and it, it just their blood gushes everywhere. It's a grand old time. Oh, that one's explodey. It's oh no, it's not. It just dishonored vibes. All right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love those games too. Those are great games. I think we're out of time. We are. Until next time. See ya.